0: Welcome to the Coaching Skills for Leaders podcast with Jana Henderson and Neil Thubberon. The purpose of the podcast is to help leaders anywhere develop their coaching skills to transform the lives of those they lead as well as their own. So, Jana, what are we talking about today?
1: Wow, we're going to be listening to each other. Now, we're going to be talking about active listening or listening skills um, as they are Uh, refer to, or sometimes also called focused or attentive listening skills, because that's one of those very, very important things that we all can practice every single day, not just the people in leadership, uh, but also, you know, all the husbands and wives and parents and (laughs) colleagues, you know, and friends. I think everybody loves to be listened to fully and deeply. And we're going to take some time to talk about that today.
0: Wow, that sounds like a massive challenge we're going to take on today then.
1: Uh, yeah, maybe in some ways, right? Like, because I think people are so fast to really uh, listen in a way that is truly just waiting for the other person to be finished so that they can then say the thing that's already on their minds, right? It's very, very tricky for people to really truly listen with, a, with an empty cup almost, right? Like with a yeah. not, assuming what's going to be said or not already jumping into problem solve or make suggestions I mean we we are so bad at listening a lot of the time and I'm I'm going to include myself here it's really taken practice
0: yeah and I think for, for leaders the reason this is such a key skill with coaching skills for leaders is if you don't listen how are you going to hear how are you going to know how, how, what your people need or your customers need or your boss needs? So if you don't listen and learn to listen properly, then then the, the key of being able to develop any other coaching skills or develop any other skills just kind of goes by the wayside because you haven't heard what needed to be said in the first place.
1: And I think, you know, especially as a leader, you're really cutting off the resourcefulness of your people, right? Because I think if we're not there to listen fully to what they're speaking and what they're, you know, what their, what their understanding is of things, then, uh, we also don't really give them the opportunity to resolve problems or to, you know, get really resourceful, um, And that goes hand in hand with the questioning skills now. So we, I think we're going to talk a little bit about different things, right? Like, so we've got on our docket, like how to get yourself really in a position to listen, right? And, Mm -hmm. and what active listening mode is really, what does that actually really mean? And what does it not mean? And then I wanted to bring a little bit more depth to the conversation by really talking about not just you know what we're listening for I think we you know we briefly talked about this uh, last time but also what else we can listen to aside from the from the actual words spoken yeah. right yeah. Um, yeah so why don't we start with like how to get oneself ready for really listening
0: yeah and I love what you said um about most people listen preparing for what they're going to say not oh, to yeah. hear and yeah. there's, a, there's a great Stephen quote, Covey quote in his mm. Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, which is most people do not listen with the intent to understand.
1: They yeah, listen
0: with the intent to reply.
1: Oh, yeah. So good. So <laughs> good. And I love and I've always the number one thing that I've quoted from this book is the fifth one, which is seek first to understand before being understood. Yeah. I think that's the most powerful thing because we're so fast to try to explain ourselves and trying to be understood ourselves, but we we just very rarely have all the patience to truly understand where the other person's at. So yeah, totally see that.
0: So, uh, and, and getting in that state to be listening to understand, or, I mean, I heard something the other day, actually, I was listening to it as a Rich Litvin YouTube uh, video and he was talking to an audience about, I would, I would uh, invite you not to listen to agree. I would invite you to listen for insights. Mm-hmm. And it made me think that actually w- the way you approach the listening and the outcome you want from the listening determines what you hear.
1: Oh, 100%. Yeah, so true
0: so if you go into a if if you you've got someone talking to you and your intention is to listen to fix their problem then you'll hear what you need to hear to fix the problem if you're mm-hmm. listening to to help someone you'll be listening for clues cues whatever that might help mm-hmm. them so 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 let's talk about it. so how can you get yourself into the right state yeah. to be able to listen
1: i mean Oh gosh, so many things, right? I, so the first thing that I think is probably making active listening mode to turn that on the hardest is stress, right? So if you're in between meetings, you're in you know in a leadership function, you have a lot of people talk to you all day in all the formats, right? Verbally, via email, messenger, et cetera. And to actually pause and take a breath or three, and have the active intention of truly paying undivided attention, that's a practice in and of itself. I think if we all just did that and we put our phones down, it's called undivided attention for a reason, right? Like it's truly putting everything down, not looking at your screen. How often do you and I talk to people when we're coaching them, even? And you know, they've paid good money to be here, right? And yeah, still, yeah. there's messages, notifications popping up on the screen, or like there's another screen on the side. You know, I'm waving my hand to the right here, and and you know, paying undivided attention has become such a um, a rare commodity, hasn't it? And so, mm. to get yourself ready, I think is truly, truly just to pause first of all and intentionally stop everything else
0: yeah and actually there's probably a step before that which is ask yourself am I ready to listen Mm, yet and if I'm ready then I'll take that pause Mm -hmm. and if you're not ready it's okay to say to someone that I really want to hear what you've got to say Mm -hmm. and I really want to listen to you but I can't right now
1: yeah yeah and you're making a you're saying hey I can I can meet you in five minutes or in ten minutes yeah. or in an hour yeah I think that's a really really great call to check in with but it requires awareness like all of this requires a lot of self awareness to be able to check in am I willing to listen am I already annoyed at this person I don't want to even hear what they've got to say, you know, there's so much going on in the filter system, like you were saying earlier, you know? So to really be willing to put that down and lay lay down those filters, I think that requires some awareness and practice for sure. Hmm.
0: Okay. And it, well, it's interesting actually, when I did, a, um, I did a coaching course many, many years ago, probably 15 years ago, and one of the exercises we had to do was sit and listen to someone without saying anything just mm. listen for probably 10 minutes at least
1: mm-hmm.
0: and it's really uncomfortable to just listen isn't it
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> really uncomfortable yeah. to sit there and,
1: and it's so funny and maybe because it's such a difficult skill it's such a gift at the same time right like the other side of the coin is just how we feel when either we can tell that the other person is not really with us versus when they're truly focused on us and really open-mindedly listening. Um, I remember like I, I used to, when I first started out as a coach, you know, 13 years ago, I used to practice this at the local pub, especially with the older generation. And I would just sit and I'd ask them just one question and I'd listen for the whole hour, however long they wanted to talk about some part of their lives. And they would just light up and light up and light up because they're very rarely being listened to, you know, people in general, not just older generation, and. <laughs> and so it's just you can really, really tell when someone is not truly with you. They don't even have to look at the phone, but you can see it in the eyes, right? You can see it in the in the in just the micro expressions of the face. Um, and so what, what else is... Um...
0: So, so I've just got this image now. Sorry, I've got this image yeah, of you go going on. into a pub and just talking to a stranger and this... <laughs> attractive blonde woman sitting down next to an old guy and asking them a question.
1: I um, think they had a great time. Okay. I mean, sure I would learn did. things about, you know, the times of the war or their lifetimes or, you know, many, many years of marriage or it was just so interesting. And, you know, there's a um, there's an organization in the States here where um, they really do just record people's stories and they're intentionally not interrupting very much. It's just recording people's stories for the National Archive. And, um, and I just think it's such a beautiful gift to just, sit and listen, you know, and holding space for a person to not be interrupted. Cause that's the thing. Like we, when we are actively listening, we do not interrupt the speaker. We do not finish their sentences because we would be making assumptions, right? We're not making assumptions and we're certainly not jumping in to present our own views and opinions because it's really a zone of no judgment. Right. And I think the hardest piece is really to not attend our thoughts. So even if you're really actively listening, it, it, you know we often have interpretations and thoughts that come along right like so to really suspend those while someone else is speaking i find that you know that can be really tricky even now after many years of practice
0: and and so what techniques could we share with um you know leaders listening to this who want to know they don't want to develop their leads their coaching skills they want to develop their listening skills as part of that and mm. that being able to focus on just listening, Mm-hmm. are there some tips and tricks that you would think mm-hmm. you could share
1: i mean it really it's it's it, this is merging really nicely actually into you know the kinds of things we're listening for because i think if you can take your focus away a little bit from just the words spoken just simply focusing on the other person's breath or their stance or the pace of the voice are they you know high pitched like up here, you know, are they racing through you? There's so much information we take in, as we famously know, you know, only seven percent of what's spoken, like of the thing said, is you know, taken from the words, and 93% is all the body language, all the rest of things, right? So it's kind of like I I find it so interesting when um I just zone out, almost like because we can still hear the words, that's kind of automatic, right? But if I really zone into someone else's pace of speaking and their breath that tells me often a lot more as to where they're at and often it's very fast paced right it's like (laughs) i'm trying to get all this information across and then i'm almost like i'm slowing down my breath so they can then practice this um you know being led by me and you know this what they call pacing and leading in in the coaching world where by us slowing down our speech us slowing down you know, getting a little bit more, you know, lower in the, in the tone of voice when we're speaking, we can influence the other person to slow down and to relax really. Right. Um, And so I like to focus on those types of things. I find it even interesting. You know, I used to do a lot of coaching work just on the phone in my early years, and you can hear whether somebody is sitting, lying down, standing up, stressed you know if they're f- focused or not focused you know on on the session or what on the conversation so mm-hmm. there's a lot more to listen to than just the words and i probably would say as a practice to just focus on that but you know if somebody if a leader listening wants to develop their listening skills declare it as a practice you know make yourself a wow. sticky note put it on the screen and really intentionally work on Putting everything down, emptying your cup. Am I ready to listen? You know, like you just said, and um, and really zone into that person. Just practicing that with everyday situations.
0: Yeah, I think I think that's great, great advice. And I think the one of the things I've found really helpful in really being able to immerse in listening actually is I find it easier online than I do face to face. Huh and the reason is is I can look into people's eyes online without feeling uncomfortable because they don't know I'm doing it and Ah. that's a real I find it because when I look at someone's face and when I look at someone's eyes I'm I'm really listening I know I'm really listening then Um. and I learn and I pick up so much because I can't focus on anything else you know I've got nothing else on my screen apart from the person I'm talking to and I find that it, it when it's face-to-face it, it's a little less comfortable to kind of look directly at someone in the eyes mm. um, but so that's a tip for me is I find I can immerse myself in listening by looking at the person
1: yeah yeah where would you look then in a real life because that, that's probably true I mean obviously you know focus goes energy flow. so if we're looking with our eyes into the other person's eyes it's obviously very very strong measure or mechanism for connection right like mm-hmm. so how how can we overcome this like when we're in because people are really uncomfortable just even having eye contact right in general but that's a very very powerful way to truly sit with someone someone and see them mm. you know you don't even need to speak at all you know we've we've seen these these experiments where they have people just stare at each other you, well you
0: did it with me you did you did yeah. it with me, me and Anna my wife uh, <laughs> where you had us just sitting and stare at each other that's wild minutes. isn't it it is wild but you do you you Apart from the smiling and the giggling, because you can't help it when you're, you're staring, but actually you do eventually settle into it and feel okay with it. It's I think mm. it's just about practicing it. Yeah. But so from a tip from a listening point of view, for me, it's like, especially if it's on the screen, which a lot of meetings are these days, if you really want yeah. to listen to someone, then look at them, look at their face. And as you said, it's there's there's so much more information we're gathering mm. when we look at the person, look at the, the way they're they're being and the way they're saying things. And you can tell whether someone, when you're listening and watching, you can tell whether someone's actually what they're saying they actually believe or is true. Mm -hmm. Or uh, so, yeah, that's definitely. Sorry, go on.
1: I was just going to say the the good thing is that the reward center of the brain is really, you know, being rewarded by this, right? Like so when we are really truly listening and we can see that the other person can feel that we get a good little bit of a dopamine hit like there's some positive feedback to our body so that's i think really really great and then i was just going to add a couple of things there you know in terms of when we then do open our mouths <laughs> you know <laughs> to speak after listening i think uh, you know especially as leaders um the kinds of coaching skills that we can easily apply are paraphrasing and summarizing. Mm -hmm. And my my very favorite one is validation. Okay, we we might do a whole episode just on validation because it is so critical that we validate the other person no matter what. This is exceptionally hard to do when we disagree Mm -hmm. uh, at times, but it's also a great practice to have the other person feel listened to to paraphrase, paraphrase, summarize, and validate. And so when we are listening as another practice, we can you know, really make sure that we grasp most of their keywords that they're using that we can use in in, in our summarizing, or that we, you know, even more, I think, masterful is to paraphrase in a way that shows our understanding that then also includes an intelligent follow-up question, right? Because if we're asking additional clarifying questions, that often also shows that A, we're still in listening mode, right? We're not rushing into anything else. So we're not going to go straight in with the solution. No, we're going to ask more clarifying questions that also validate the person's point of view. Um, those are, I think, very, very key distinctions that you know follow right on from just shutting up and listening.
0: And I think that's yeah, I think you're right. I think that's probably a whole nother episode in its in its in its own right. And so I guess you know what we've what we've talked about so far is you know, what listening is and why it's so important and how do you get yourself in the right listening mode? So you're listening to hear, you're listening to understand, you're not listening to reply or respond or disagree or agree. Mm. Um, how to focus on listening. I guess there's one thing we haven't covered is, how do you know someone's listening? So when how can how can you make sure that the person who's talking to you knows that you're listening and knows that you are
1: yeah you know, actually, I mean, let's let's talk know. it through. Like how do you know that you're listened to? Truly. I'll just uh, coachy and turn that right back around. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, and actually, it, in, the thing that comes to mind so when I know I'm listening to is when someone's looking at me. Yeah, when same. they're acknowledging that what I'm saying, and they'd have to acknowledge it with anything other than just nods or yeah. um just facial expressions. Mm. Um, that that's I think I know it's really simple but it's really Mm -hmm. important. They're not distracted by anything else. So they're not looking at their phone. They're not looking at the screen. They look they're concentrating on me. Um, What else would I say? I
1: think actually the looking at my eyes is probably the biggest one for me Mm. because, you know, even I noticed that sometimes my husband, when we have really busy days, I could probably count the number of seconds that we've truly looked at each other's eyes all day long. Right. And I, that's like a huge indicator for me that we're, whether we're connected or disconnected. Mm-hmm. And so if I want to be genuinely listened to, I need the other person to really, truly look at me for more than three seconds, for sure. And the other thing for me probably would be that they are asking questions that are making sense to me to ask After, you know, what I said, because haven't you had this too? Like when somebody goes, you know, they, they pretend, listen for a while and then they ask you a question and it's not really, you can tell they haven't really listened to it. What you were saying, like, I hate that, um, total pet peeve and of course validation. So I, I feel really, truly listened to when somebody validates in one way or another, um, what I've said. And, and oftentimes, like, I'm just going to say this because we probably are going to do an episode on validation. I think uh, the simplest way to do that is just to say, I get how you must be feeling that way. I can mm. see how you must be feeling that way. Or mm. yeah, I really, I get that. I get that. That's it. That's all you got to say. I get that. You know,
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, if you're really struggling to, to begin with validation, but yeah, how do I really feel listened to? I think like it's almost like it's funny because like in my body it's like I'm sensing it in my solar plexus. Like there's an openness from the other person.
0: <sighs> it's
1: probably just them, you know, pausing because we can tell right when they're pausing in their tracks for whatever else they're doing. And they are not rushing. And you know, cuz you can sometimes feel like how they're stressed in their own body that I don't feel listened to then either. And there's like a difference, of course, between like very practical in between doors listening. Can you do this? You know, you know, do you hear your kids screaming? Can you, can you attend? You know, somebody needs to go to the party. That's like our thing at the moment. around <laughs> <laughs> Right. But it, that's one thing. But when it's important. Yeah, it's pause for me. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And, and you know, and, and for, for leaders that are listening to this and go, you know, I'm not sure I've got enough time to do all that and to to spend that time listening these things can happen in a split second you know once you once you're ready to listen you've had that pause and you give your attention to that person Mm -hmm. because what's the other option you don't give them the attention you hear a little bit of what they say you don't get everything they say they don't feel listened to so it doesn't actually move forward or you don't help move it forward so making the time can save you time
1: Mm. Yeah, I totally agree because you might end up having that same conversation three times over yeah. if, where you could have just had one meeting, five minutes and truly listened deeply um, mm. to what the, what the matters are that are happening um, for that person. Totally agree.
0: And interesting with people who are the kind of bleh, late 90s, early 2000s, that kind of millennial era, one of their top five um, uh, areas of why they like being employed by someone is they feel listened to,
1: mm.
0: which is probably a good place to draw a line under uh, yeah. this conversation today.
1: Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, uh, we, you have guys, I know you've done the research before with looking into what younger people especially are looking for in an employment situation. And I know from my own experience that having a leader who you can tell is truly listening, it's a pretty unique gift, isn't it?
0: It is a unique gift. And I I hope that this has helped shape that gift with people on the podcast here today. Yeah,
1: absolutely. At least feel inspired to, you know, go out and practice.
0: Be brave enough to give it a go. Be bold enough to give it a go. That's right. Thank you for listening to Coaching Skills for Leaders podcast with Jana and Neil. If you found the conversation useful, please share with your colleagues and friends. Please also leave us a rating and a review. And if you would like to connect with us directly to discuss your own or your business needs, you will find our contact details in the show notes
1: below.